Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends. Welcome to another beautiful day that you have the choice to live each moment from a place of grace. Responding to the things in your life because you know who you are in Christ. And that means you get to choose not to just react, but to respond because you know whose you are. You know your purpose. You know your calling. You know your salvation is by grace. And you know that God values each and every other person that you are going to be coming into contact with. And yesterday we saw Paul talking to these Galatians about the truth that we are not redeemed by the law. Oh no. We are redeemed from the law by Christ. He said, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. That is huge. We're not redeemed by the law, but Christ redeemed us from the law. And he's going to continue on this theme today. So let's dive into Galatians chapter 3, verse 15. And I'm reading from the ESV. To give a human example, brothers... Even with a man-made covenant, that is an agreement, right? Almost like a contract. Even with a man-made covenant, no one annuls it or adds to it once it's been ratified. Right? So once we sign a contract, we can't just change it. We can't just say it no longer counts for anything. Once we've signed a contract, that is binding to exactly what that contract says. And this is a human example of something that is divine. And so we know that the divine nature of this is going to be so much more than the human example. Now, the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say, and to offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one. And to your offspring, who is in Christ. So let's actually go back and look at what he's talking about with this offspring versus offsprings. And this is actually a reference to Genesis chapter 12, like we heard about a couple days ago, where God had promised to Abraham that he would make him a great nation. In fact, he said, in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And now a few verses later in verse 7, It says, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to your offspring, I will give this land. And yes, just like we've talked about in the past, scripture often has different layers, different levels of how a prophecy comes true. And we do see that God gave his offspring the land of Canaan, the land of Israel, that was given to the Jews by God. But more than that, it was given to Christ, a new Jerusalem. And so he here, Paul, is actually explaining this passage that this was a promise. 
And this was referring to one, to your offspring, who is Christ. This is what I mean. The law, which came 430 years afterwards, does not annul a covenant previously ratified by God, so as to make the promise void. Let's break that down. There's a lot going on there. So this promise that God would give this land, that God would bless all of the families of the earth through Abraham, that was 430 years before Moses received the Ten Commandments. That promise was before the law. And so what he's saying is just because the law was added, that does not make the original promise void. Just like he said, no one annuls it or adds to it, meaning a contract or a covenant, once it's been ratified. We don't change it, right? And in the same way, God isn't changing his promise. He's not changing his contract with us, his covenant with us. There is no change The law being added does not make the promise void. For if the inheritance comes by the law, it no longer comes by promise. When we have faith in Christ, we are heirs. We are sons with Christ. We have an inheritance which is eternal life. Living forever in that new Jerusalem that is talked about in scripture. That is our inheritance. And if that inheritance came by the law, by what we did, by changes that were made, it would not be from the promise of God. For if the inheritance comes by the law, it no longer comes by promise, but God gave it to Abraham by a promise. Why then the law? It was added because of transgressions until the offspring should come to whom the promise had been made. And it was put in place through angels by an intermediary. Now an intermediary implies more than one, but God is one. Wow. So the law did not nullify did not make void God's promise, his previous contract with us. Instead, the law was here because of transgressions, because his people were making mistakes. His people were falling short and missing the mark. And so he gave them the law. Not to lessen his promise at all, but to give guidance and to show us To show us that we're dead to the law. That we can't be saved. We can't be justified. We can't be good enough on our own. That we need a savior. And it said that we had the law until the offspring should come whom the promise has been made. Until Christ. And so the law was here for a purpose. And we're going to hear about this again later It was here until Christ, but now in Christ, through faith in him, the law doesn't hold us. It doesn't constrict us. It doesn't weigh on us. We don't have to be good enough. It's so beautiful, my friends. It's all about promise. And here's the beautiful thing. God always keeps his word. Now, my business is called Hesed Heart. 
And that word hesed is my favorite word, probably in all of scripture. It is the Hebrew word for steadfast, loyal love. And this word gives the idea that the person doing the loving keeps their promises. They keep their covenants. They keep and respect their contracts. And over and over again, God is described as a God with hesed, loyal love, a God who keeps his promises over and over again. You will see God show up and keep his promise. There is not a time that his promise goes unanswered. And so you can trust the promises in all of scripture throughout the Old Testament, throughout the New Testament. These promises are for you in the family of faith. And God, you can trust him. He's going to hold up his end of the bargain no matter how short you fall. Because you holding up your end of the bargain doesn't matter at all. We just need to be there, to not reject his gift of grace. We'll continue this conversation about faith, about the law throughout Galatians. So live in that grace today, my friends. Remember that God is a God who is loyally loving and he always keeps his promises with that hesed, steadfast love. And I will see you tomorrow morning.